Welcome to episode 78 of Flight Football and Anything Else. I'm Dave. And I'm Mike. How you doing, Dave? Pretty darn good, Mike. But not as good as some. How are you? Quite well. Other than I think I'm going to go broke because of the dry... Even though it did rain a little bit yesterday... Um, got to keep up with the Joneses, water the lawn. So my sprinkler's been running basically nonstop for what seems like four and a half weeks now. So, you know, my water bill is probably going to be 10 times more my house payment. But, hey, you, you got to have a green lawn out there, brother. Hey, mine's green. It's just got those big, thick leaves yeah. with the little spines on it. And the, oh, yeah. You know, the, yep. Yeah, that, yep. I don't have to water shit and it stays green. Um, Kidding. Well, but still, it's green. And from afar, <laughs> I got, get what you're saying. But mine, like I say, yeah. when, when oh, I Oh, you actually my, want to grow grass. Yeah, and it's oh, okay. and my right. soil is so dry. That's why I, I have to cut mine on the second highest level. Otherwise, I'll be on a desert. Right. I'll, I'll, be on, I'll have beachfront property. Right. You know, no water, but beachfront property. Um, first tasting. I want to get out of the way. So the listeners are thinking, wait a second, I know those guys have just done that. Those guys have just done it. I know it. They're crazy. Hold on, listeners. Relax. Episode 78, this is today. Ten episodes ago, our first tasting was wicked hazy. Um, Tonight's first tasting from Sam Adams is wicked easy. And it must be like the little sister of wicked hazy. Sure. Wicked hazy is 6.8 and 35 IBUs. Wicked Easy is a mere 4.7 with 12 IBUs. So I think by definition alone, this is going to be a grass-cutting beer. I'm almost positive this will be yeah. a grass-cutting be. beer. has to be. So let's kick 78 off. And while we're pouring this, Big Nate, fellow listener, the Nate Dog, the D-O-double-G. And Tommy, uh, last night they released their first episode. Um, I actually listened to it on Anchor. I'm not sure if it's available on Spotify yet, but it's called uh, Spilling the Nachos. Pretty solid episode. So, hey, if we join fan bases, maybe we'll get near double-digit listenership. If <laughs> that, we, that would be exciting. <laughs> it? Very exciting. Cheers. Cheers. Hmm. Hmm. Oh, it's definitely easy. Yeah. And um, so I do not lose the listener. He called me out earlier today. Brian Adams demanded that I rated Bud Light. I'll get to why the Bud Light in in a minute here. But um, I'm not a Bud Light fan. Wasn't happy about it. But I'm like, all right, well, this is what we got, so... You know, it's Bud Light or don't drink. And I'm certainly not going to go not drinking. So, but surprisingly enough, yeah, numbers one through eight, yeah, I really had no issues with them. <laughs> okay. So, if I got to give the, the flights, football, and anything else rating to a Bud Light, I'm going to go two and a quarter. Okay. Even though, like I sure. said, I thought I hated it, but it's like, hey, the, hey, when it's all you've got, right. you make just like when you're in the, you know, you're in a, in the desert for three weeks and you're dying of thirst, and oh, yeah. you have tepid well water. Hey, that's gonna be the best well water you've ever drank. Right. You know. So right. it was my only option. Smooth, drinkable. 
I still don't think I'll go out and buy it if I have other choices, but to answer your question, Brian, I'm going to give Bud Light a two and a quarter. All so, right. Um, I do want to... Nobody else will realize this was a mistake. So after three or four weeks without one... Uh, first correction corner, I'm going to say this is 78, probably what, 74? Yeah. Something like that. We haven't had a correction. Not saying we haven't made any mistakes. No, true, true. You know, just, just no one's caught it or called us on it. And the one that um, I'm going to address right now, nobody else probably caught because it doesn't pertain to anybody else, but uh, my lovely wife Liz certainly caught it because last week at the cell studio... I wasn't going to drink beforehand, and then, you know, next thing we know, after baccalaureate, we went to Cody's, and I had the four um, <laughs> right. two-hearteds, and uh, came home and drank a Masagave, and I said, well, this could be a potential train, train wreck, even though my wife and I didn't go to our favorite place. Um, Pierce. No, I, oh. I, I, uh, Grand Central. Okay, Grand Central, sorry. And she texts me right away when she's listening, Grand Central, yuck. And I'm like, yeah, why did I say Grand I fucking hate Grand Central. <laughs> Usually the only time I go to Grand Central is to meet up with somebody to pay for, like, Super Bowl squares or something, because I fucking hate that dump. I guess there goes Grand Central sponsoring us, eh? All right. So, obviously, Liz and I's favorite place to dine is Pierce Road Bar and Grill. Okay. So, but yes, but I did, listen. I clearly said Grand Central, and I'm like... Uh, I, why uh, fuck? I haven't been to Grand Central in probably two years, and I hate that bar. So yeah, so uh, Liz right. and I's place is Pierce Road Bar and Grill. And I knew that. That's why. Yeah, I just well, yeah exactly. You know, and, and you know, but and nobody else would even care because they're like, they're like, well, I don't care where Mike and Liz go. So probably didn't even realize it. So, but I wanted to throw it out there because I don't like Grand Central. All right. So, what do we got on the docket for today, Mike? Ah, uh, you know. I think both of us have been extremely busy with you uh, two se graduating seniors with the twins and myself one graduating senior and um, grad parties, grad parties, grad parties. And more grad parties. And more, more grad parties to come and fuck. <laughs> what? Oh, fuck. Yeah. Um, I'm going to come clean here. Sonny, if we lose you as a listener, I completely understand. I did not invite you to the to Nick's graduation party. Oh shit! And I'm fuck, man. Ah. Well, hey, no excuse other than slip through the cracks. Nothing personal. Like say, if you want to hit stop, never listen again. Totally understand. Uh, I've, you and I, you and I have been close enough that you should have been invited, and I fucking forgot. I apologize, Sonny. Uh yeah, I'm on. on, on I'm, I'm trying to think of a better reason, but I don't have one. No, I'm, I'm telling you right now that through the grad parties that we've been to, how many people, Shelly and I, have? she's leaned over and said, shit, is that person, did we invite, oh, damn it. And yep. so it's, you know, and, and at this point, we haven't even had ours yet, but yeah, we're, I, that's one of those awkward things this time of year where, you know, you, you know, depending on what you're doing, some people, depending on if they're having it catered or if they're you know, having, trying to do it themselves yep. or whatever. If you're doing it yourselves, it, you know, it doesn't matter. You're just afraid you might want run out of food. Right. But, you know, if you got somebody, you're getting it catered and there's got somebody at the door with a clicker, you know, like a baseball right. counter or something like that, you know, you're kind of screwed. And 
you know, you pay for what you pay yeah. for, and you can try to slip some people in. I think our kids try to do, have yeah. done that. Like, I don't understand how the last couple, uh, last weekend and this weekend, you know, we'll ask the kids, like, you know, well, where are you going? Like, well, we're going to so-and-so's grad party. Were we invited? No, 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 you weren't invited. Right. I just got an invite like right. an hour yeah, ago yeah, on the Instagram kid, yeah, the kids or something, send it all to everybody. It's like, hey, my party is. So, yeah, yeah. the kids coming and eating. I don't worry about that, but it's like, I just, I, we were going to, I was getting ready to talk about a uh, couple of grad party things. And then it just dawned on me that you're going through your listener list. Yeah, yeah my listener list. I'm like, yeah, we have hell. Sonny's one of our four or five listeners. He should have been. He should have been first on the invite fucking list. Um, but it, yeah. So anyway, Sonny, yeah, I apologize. Um, yeah, I, no excuses. Yeah. I, I'm at a loss for words. If we were on I, YouTube right now, you could have seen how red Mike's yeah. face got. And yeah, and, and it, yeah. So yeah, and that's why you don't. It's been like since episode one or two since I've stammered like that. Notice I said stammer because when I'm shit face drunk, that that's not stammering. That's no. just <laughs> incoherent babble. And um, but yeah, it, it just clicked in my head that well, he might. Uh, you know what? He might be saying, "Well, shit, Mike, you just saved me twenty to fifty bucks." Per, yeah, well, that yeah, look at it that way, Sonny. So, uh, but yeah, that's nothing, the way I look at yeah. it when somebody says, "Oh, Dave, oh, I'm sorry, we should have been like, hey, I'm like, oh, don't worry about it." And then I walk away, going, "God, good, you just saved me." All right, that's what. Yeah, so that's the way we'll look at it. Um, uh, finally, though, one last time, sorry, Sonny, nothing personal, just an oversight, and I apologize. Um, anyway, on to the grad parties. So, what we're gonna do, you and I, throughout the next, I think there's grad. I know there's some in July, yours included, right? Yeah, you, no, there's uh-huh, yours in June. Okay, and I, but I know there's a couple in July, and, and then, a, a smattering in August. Right. Yeah. And we won't mention any names, and we're not going to mention worst. No, so right. And you can't say your own, and you can't say mine. I can't say yours. You can't, and I can't say mine. So, best food. And obviously, as a teacher, track coach, you're probably going to be invited to a few that I'm not. But generally, we'll probably both be at, you know, because our sons hang out together. Right. You know, but you'll be to some of McKenna's friends that sure. Liz and I have nothing to do with. So, right. But you can still bring those up. What we're going to do is best grad food. And again, you can't vote for your own or mine, and I can't vote for my own or yours. Yeah. And we're not even going to mention names. Right. But so far, best grad food has been... Uh, the Panda Express buffet, in my opinion, that's my favorite so far. Mm-hmm. That is right up there. That is right up there with uh, the Kadoba. Uh, okay, so that was one that I was not at. No, you were at it. I think it was Kadoba, Mexican. We'll have to talk about that offline. Yeah. yeah, I don't. Um, yeah, maybe that's one I didn't fucking eat. No, you ate. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. Um, I didn't know. I thought that was homemade. <laughs> nope. Okay, but yeah, that was good. I I yeah. thought it was homemade though. No. Oh well, actually, that's how good they yeah, are. Actually, actually, <laughs> excellent job. That that was good. I like the pan because that that's good. Because when was the last graduation party you went to that had Chinese food? And no, I think I, that's what you know said, what? I think yeah. that made it different. And and you know what? I had a little bit of the I had a little bit of the Panda Express uh, because I had two more to go to okay. after that. 
So I really did. Did I want to sit down and stuff my face? Absolutely. That was um, our only one that day, so I did. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Okay. And there, and, and that one did not have alcohol, so I didn't even need to save room for alcohol. I just, I <laughs> just, just pounded in. into the rice and the uh, <laughs> the chicken. Yeah. But, uh, but oh yeah, that I I could I would have bet my because I didn't see any wrappers or anything. Yeah. I I would have bet money that was homemade shit. That was Kadova. Yeah. Eh? Yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah. Now, I'll tell you that um, along that same lines, if you're asking me best ever, I've been to two ever uh, that had Maria's, which okay. was as close as you're going to get to authentic Mexican. Do you know what I mean? Yep. Yeah. Um, I, th- I'm i going to say the best ever has been one of the two that I've been to that had breakfast. Because oh. b- breakfast is my favorite, you know. Sure. And oh, I lo- I, I'll destroy bacon. <laughs> I, you, you can literally sit and watch my heart, my arteries clog yeah. as I just pound that bacon. You and, and Ben yeah. Fordney. I watched oh, him destroy yeah. like a two-pound plate of bacon, and I just sat there in awe. Like, what? What is happening in front of me right now? Because this is not, this is not normal. Um, but yeah. So all right. So we we'll keep that running. Oh, and the other one. And so far, best desserts. Um, I'm going to screw the name of it up now. They had him in at the party we were at Friday night. Uh, it's not a patisserie. No, it's, um, cream and sugar. It's called okay. it's an ice cream company. Oh, really? And I missed that one. That ice cream company, dare I say, makes, uh, what's the one on Grash? Great Lakes, uh, mid Michigan, yeah, Midland yeah, ice cream. Mid- Michigan, yeah. yeah. Great Lakes is the place. But, yeah. yeah. Um, mid Michigan, Great Lakes ice cream. That, this place in Bay city, that ice cream almost made, um, the one on Grash like trash. I mean, that ice cream, I got the, uh, birthday cake Yeah. and oh man, it was good. You almost, yeah. That you was, almost want to go into a sugar coma. Yeah. yeah. And, all, and I'm sure they can't just cater. They must have a building. In Bay City, because they're based out of built Bay City, so one day during the summer we're gonna have to probably head out that way and you know get a cone. Make it they gotta cool. have more. They gotta have more than four flavors because at this particular graduation party it was birthday cake, uh, cookie dough, strawberry, and a fourth one. I don't know what the fourth one was. Yeah, because probably for each flavor they charge you five thousand yeah. dollars. Yeah, and Nick and Nick had the strawberry, loved it. I talked Liz into getting the cookie dough, even though she didn't want it. And she doesn't really like cookie dough, but like this cookie dough. And the birthday cake was amazing. And like I said, I can't even remember what the fourth flavor was, but that's irrelevant. So just out of curiosity, though, we did go to a graduation party three years ago where um, some friends of ours tried to have ice cream. And it just happened that day to be 100 degrees. Right. Like damn near literally 100 degrees. The, the ice cream machines weren't insulated yeah. enough, and they couldn't get it cold enough, et cetera, et cetera. It was just a perfect storm, and um, it wasn't storming, obviously, but, you know, it was... So, if they had ice cream at this place, which day was it last no, week? No, it was Friday, and it was... cool. Actually, it was the day that it No, got Friday cool, was hot as balls. But it got cool one after it rained. Oh, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. It got cool after it rained, but it, it, this one was indoors, oh. and this guy had the... It was like a stand where, you know... The little pits where you put the gallons of ice cream in, sure, sure, and sure. he scooped them out. Okay, so, gotcha. Yeah. Um, so I, I think even outside that one would have stood the test of time because he actually had the full the freezer unit. Gotcha. So, um, and then one last thing before we, we rate Wicked Easy, 
on graduation parties is we have not opened any of Nick's cards yet. And none of his, what, well, I'll, well, what I will consider like his top five or six friends. Mm-hmm. And some of them listen to this pod. I'm going on record. I've already got the cards for the top five or six. Signed, checks in there, sealed, and off. So now I'm just going on record <laughs> to say like, you know, like, like let's say, I know where you're going you know, with let's this. let's say let's say family A yeah. gave Nick fifteen hundred dollars, right? And I'm like, you know, well, family A, geez, we only gave your son. 30. <laughs> it's, you know, it's, it, you know, so, so I'm not one up in you. If I'm, if I'm the 1500 and you're the 30 or I'm not right. shortchanging you, if you're the 1500 and I'm the 30. Right. So those gifts of, the, and then the other ones that we're kind of invited to, we give the standard. Sure. You know, the, yeah. the gift. 2021. It, yeah, yeah. $20 and 21 cents. Yep. Put it in there. Absolutely. Yeah. That's, uh, yeah, that's, that's always that just, I don't know. You know, we've had some yeah. years where we've tried to have a pact right. where we're not just going to trade money. Yeah. Um, and then it doesn't work. And then, yeah, and we, we, you and I actually talked about this pre pod, not today, but of a pre pod going, you know, before the kids even graduated. It's like, hey, should we? And you're like, yeah, I think that's a great idea. And then, I mean, it's, it's kind of a goofy conversation to have. Hey, let's get on a conference call. Hey, all right. Well, so we're all giving each other $30, or should we just not give anybody each other anything? And then, uh, you know. Well, this year so, I think we should. Right, we you should. You know why? Because there's so, there's so many of them, and it's just like. Well, no, fuck, I got two, dude. Oh, that's right, <laughs> that's right. Yeah. So I think we should all give each other yeah. some money. Yeah. No, I'm just, I'm kidding. But yeah, so like I said, so we've already got those. Like I say, the top, uh, you know, the meaning the top six meaning the kids that you know Nick has been friends with. Sure. Forever. Right. You know, when we get invited to Joe Schmo's and it's like, oh, yeah, he was a good kid. Joe Schmo's getting right. 30 bucks. Right. You know, yep. whatever. But, like, if everybody else's gift is $2,666.18 and we're only giving 75 I don't want anybody to think I'm cheap because I'm telling you on record that our those checks have already been written. Right, right. And vice versa, if I'm giving the two thousand six hundred sixty-six dollars and seventy-eight cents, yeah. and you guys are giving the thirty dollars, I'm not trying to one up you. Those are already I, been I written. Tell you, but if they're if they're part of our top six, then and if they're given two thousand six hundred sixty-six, <laughs> you know what? All right, Daddy Warbucks, you give whatever you want because I don't have that kind of cash. Right? Yeah. You know. You know how I like to exaggerate <laughs> to extreme ends of the spectrum. Yeah. So. Uh, yeah, and and I'm all about being generous, and yeah. and quite frankly, if I if I was if I knew if I was keeping it from everybody that I was you know diagnosed with a, a terminal illness, and I knew I wasn't going to be around for another month, hell yes, I would empty the bank account and I would start doling out money to everybody and their brother. But since that is not the case, people are getting their twenty dollars and twenty one cents. Shelly, <laughs> they're getting their they're Shelly. getting their two dimes and the penny <laughs> taped to the card. Shelly would be like. Jesus Christ, Dave, why did you give away all our money? You died. <laughs> um, all right, what do, you think, what do you think? Left rate, wicked easy? Yep. Uh, just as I told you before, uh, Potter, maybe it was right when I was giving the introduction of it, the 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 weaker sister of Wicked Hazy, mm-hmm. definitely a lawnmower cutting beer. Lawnmower. Lawn cutting beer. And... I think a perfect example of this beer is 
the Bud Light we talked about with a bit more flavor. Yeah. I mean, there's, it's Correct. got a little bit of the IPA flavor to it. Agreed. But it's probably as smooth and as light as a Bud Light. Yeah, for sure. All right. So that said, so I do like it better than the two and a quarter that I would have given the Bud Light. Um, two, it's, it's not good enough for three, very drinkable. I'm going to go 295. No. Oh, okay. That's a little bit more than I did. Um, and probably because right before this, I pre-potted, uh, with one of our, one of our favorite Austin brothers beers, uh, the Woody Wheat. And so that one had a bit of vanilla and a lot more flavor. And that was just, I love that. Um, so I got to try to not compare. I guess I can't compare. I don't know. Can I compare it to that? Yes. I'm you, very, yeah, I'm, you can compare it to anything you want. I'm very confused right now. Um, so two, I got a two, seven, five. All right. Well, that's. You know, not an embarrassing ranking. Wow. Yeah, I'm actually surprised with our friends at Untapped on this one, especially coming in at 4.7 and 12 IBUs with 6,579 check-ins. The fine folks at Untapped bring Sam Adams' Wicked Easy in at 3.58. What? Yeah, that's... That's too high a rating for what this beer is. Like I say, definitely not bad, you know. Well, and you could you could drink I easily drink the six twelve pack or whatever yeah. you bought it in. But okay, so I guess when I when I'm trying to think of that, automatically I go to some of the beers we've had that are you know like fourteen percent in right. like a, a double chocolate yeah. coffee nitro Vietnamese stout. That is the complete opposite end of the universe from this beer, and you know they rate it at a four point one or whatever, and or even a you know close to it. So those people that would drink the beer that I just mentioned aren't gonna you know right. drink that beer, and so I you know when I look at that I think well how in the hell did those same well they're not yeah. the same people they're different people Pro- yeah, yeah exactly yeah a di- um, a, you know a, a different a different cohort a I, different I'm actually segment very, but I'm still very surprised this this seems. I thought we were going to be high for Untapped, given what this beer is. Did I just use the word cohort? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'll try not to do that anymore. I like that cohort's a solid yeah, underused okay. word. Okay. <laughs> Didn't want so, to seem too nerdy. But uh, all right. Well, two nine five two seven five, and we're way under the Untapped crowd at three point five eight. All right, Dave. Before we get to our second tasting, um, I said that the Wicked Hazy had a, an IPA flavor to it, and that's why I liked it more than the Bud Light. Right. And like as you were just as you were you were putting in your notes, just so our fans aren't confused, the Wicked Easy, unlike the um, Wicked Hazy, the Wicked Easy is actually a, a lager. Right. It's not an IPA, but there's that little bit of IPA flavor to it. I didn't want to confuse the listeners because I know. Grandpa Blackhawk's going to run right out and get himself a Wicked Easy, you know, to cut his grass with. So that is not an IPA, Larry. It has a little bit of IPA flavor, but it's just a lager. So, um, and hence the 4.7 alcohol. And secondly, in rating the beers in the first segment, you had mentioned a Vietnamese stout. Oddly enough, when Liz and I actually did go to our spot last night, Pierce Road Bar and Grill, my first selection, because I, I wasn't in the mood for the Mas Agave Prickly Pear, because drinkable, but as I've told the audience, I don't like it as much as the other one. I sampled, I didn't sample, I, I drank it, from Perrin Brewing Company, the uh, No Rules Vietnamese Porter. Mm-hmm. 
and it came in at a staggering 15%. <laughs> and they, they, they give it, I think they're called, snif- it's not sifter, it's snifter, right? The snifter glasses? Yeah. It came in that, it was like 12, it was 13 bucks for 12 and a half ounces. And I told Liz, our waitress, that there's a coffee taste, and that's what sold it, because I like the porters and the, the stouts that have a little coffee flavor to it. And um, there wasn't so much, because she said, well, if you like coffee grounds, you'll like this. I said, well, okay, I do, you know, so give me that. And I told Liz, I said, I don't, the coffee is vaguely there, but I, I have chocolate. And then about halfway through the 12 ounces, I'm like, there's a big coconut taste to this. Really? And I'm not even a I said, it's almost like drinking a Mounds bar. <laughs> and that's and and then just so um, this 15% Imperial Porter was made with coconut and turbinado sugar, then laid down and aged in bourbon barrels for seven months. We hope you enjoy this product as much as we did making it. I did enjoy it, but by the last two or three ounces, it was like Wow. I mean, that was my first beer. I did, you know, I worked my early day. That was my first beer of the night. And, you know, to sober up and keep me awake, I had to go to a big two-hearted ale after that bur- after that. <laughs> Wait a minute, bur- to sober yeah, you up? to sober me up, I was like, I got to, you know, I got to drink a poultry 7.2% double, you know, two-hearted ale. But, yeah, that was a big boy. I mean, it was definitely a one and done on that because it was like, well, one and done because the alcohol, one and done at $13 for 12 ounces. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's like, yeah, one and done. But it, it was drinkable, but again. Right. But anyway, sorry for the side. Our second tasting in episode 78, Springbok from Genesee Brewing Company in Rochester, New York. 5.2% and 10 IBUs. Um, tonight's selections are courtesy of my wife when she was in one of her homes in Lansing. She stopped at Horrocks yeah. Farm Market, who has a wonderful selection of beer. So how many homes does she own? Uh, many. Multiple. Oh, okay. Um, oh, bronze color for the Bach. Um, she says she doesn't pay any attention to that, but I think she looked at the alcohol percentage and said, well, I don't need Mike falling up the stairs at the North Studio on Nick's graduation day, so I'm going to keep the alcohol percentages a little bit lower. But... Hey, not everything's about staggering drunk, is it? No. Yeah, maybe it is. Who knows? <laughs> um, all right. Cheers. Cheers. Not getting any discernible notes. Hmm. Standard Bach. Yeah. Nothing, yeah, nothing the, hitting me between the eyes. Yeah, not, nothing offensive, but nothing that jumps out. I mean, it's yeah. This, you know, as as our listeners of seventy seven pods know, my uh, serial, you know, my infatuation with serial killers. I mean, this is kind of like the Jeffrey Dahmer of beers. It's like you never, th- <laughs> you would never think anything of it. I mean, it's like yeah, he's he just he was just. Just the night he was the nice guy next door. I never thought he'd I understand. I understand that analogy, but it's not going to kill you. It's not like it's a fifteen no, percenter that's oh, going to sneak ex- up exactly. on you. Exactly. It's but it's nothing. It's it's a plain right. Jane. You would never. You would never even look a second twice. You would never go out. You would somebody hands you this. You drink it. It's like yeah, it's drinking a beer. Now does and it, you move on with your business. I know this says spring Bach, but doesn't this look a little Christmassy? This can. Hmm. With the red and the green, and it almost looks like snowflakes. 
Yeah. I think it's actually uh, the spring part, because isn't that a, a, that's a goat, right? It's a little goat, yeah. Yeah, so I think the spring is the kickback, is the way I took it. But it, sure. It's Christmassy with the red on the bottom. I see that, I guess. But yeah, like I said, you know, you know, you wouldn't think anything of it. It's a delightful beer. Yeah, yeah, I wouldn't call Dahmer delightful, but well, I'm not, I'm not talking about <laughs> you know. Dahmer. I'm talking about the beer. All right, so uh, where do we go from here now that all of the children are growing up? And how do we? That's who's like, that's Kansas, right? Uh, sure, yeah, I think so. Yeah, Chuck, fact check me on that. I think that's Kansas. Um, that was good for an ad lib. Yeah, like because right yeah, I, I, I was like, where, where do we, yeah, I'm thinking, well, what are we going to talk about now? And that song popped into my head. So, you know, trained professionals can think like that on the fly, Dave. Um, <laughs> I'll take your word for it. Hey, you know, this is Flights Football and Anything Else is the title. There's no football going on, so this will be in the Anything Else. But I do like to talk sports, and if we're ever going to make it mainstream, you know, and rub elbows with the... Uh, Pat McAfee's and the Joe Rogan's sure. of the world. You know, I got to really talk what I know. Unfortunately, you know, when we make it big, I, I shouldn't say if, when we make it big like that, obviously I'm not going to be able to get shit-faced drunk every day on the air because then that will lose with our major sponsors. They're sure. going to like, hey, yeah. this guy's a bit of a drunk. <laughs> you know, so <laughs> we got to get him off the air. So, I mean, I, I got to give you my A game right here. Okay. So we're going to touch base real quick on the NBA playoffs. Haven't seen them much, but today the Bucks even the series with the Nets. I thought, you know, the Nets just smoked them the first two games, and you know Giannis couldn't get out of his own way. He can't make a free throw to save his life, and it looked like the Nets were going to run rough shot over him. And right. poof, boom, next thing you know, the Bucks hold serve, win there, and now we go back to Brooklyn two to two. Uh, Sixers and Beeb got hurt. In the first series, so you're thinking, oh, shit, he must be done. Then at the last second, which cost me money, I didn't bet on Trey Turner scoring 30 points <laughs> in week in the first game because Who did? Embiid was coming back. And I'm like, okay, you know, he's healthy and he's – and then the, and then uh, Trey Young had 35 points. And this, the Hawks just obliterated – well, they ended up winning by seven, but they were up by like 30 points middle yeah, of the third quarter. Right, right. And then the Sixers have stormed back and won the last two games. So, you know, game four is tomorrow. And then we got the Clippers. The Jazz just absolutely destroyed the, the Clippers the first two games. And then Clippers come back home and beat the Jazz 132 to 107. I see so that, a pattern forming here. Yeah, it, it's that's the only my one knock on the NBA. Although I have become more forgiving in my age because I think if you remember in 2020, we never even mentioned. Right. Those three letters, NBA. Right. But, you know, hey, time's short. Right. You know, life ends. Why hold grudges? Gives us something to talk about. Um, and, but it seems like there's, there are really never any good games. It's like, you know, Team A, 177, Team B, 3. I mean, it's like, you know, and it's like almost like the guy's like, all right, it's uh, two minutes of the game, we're down by three, fuck it, we're done. And then, then the other team just runs rough shot over them. And then in the other series. You know what, we got spoiled. We did get spoiled back in the 80s. Yes, we did. And the Where every 90s, game was a grind. And it was just start, like, yeah. who's going to survive this game? Who's going to end up not getting, yep. like, physically just pummeled? And then uh, our sons don't understand that because they're all about. The Steph Curry, LeBron James, and 
And right. it's like you don't you don't know basketball. But anyway. <laughs> um and then the Suns are looking to close out the Nuggets tonight in a four game sweep in Denver. I think Denver's going to suck it up and at least come to play and get one of them, and then Phoenix will close that series out in Game 5. Um, NHL, uh, Rick Renneke, him and I have bet that each series we just alternate, okay, in this series I'll take this team, in this series I'll take this team. And $10 a series. The first round of the playoffs, he beat me 5-3, to three, so I'm $20 down. Second round of the playoffs... I beat him three to one, so we're we're even going into the, the the semifinals, and I said, all right, well, since I was three and one in the second round, you get first pick. He said, all right, uh, give me the lightning. So, and I'm like, all right, well, then I'll take give me the Vegas Golden Knights against Montreal. And game one today, the Islanders, Barry Trotz, his system is is boring as shit, but they just keep winning. So, I'm I'm a Islander Vegas Knight fan, and because we've really upped the ante on these games to twenty bucks a series. Oh, so I, I'll be hardcore all in. And all right, so we went basketball, hockey. I mean, we could talk a little bit. You talked about um, you talked about UFC and uh, having a kind of a boring system, but um, is it? Uh, Let's go back to what was it? It was Friday nights. What was it? Um, uh, Edwards. Talk- Edwards was fighting Diaz. That was the big storyline, I think. And uh, Diaz was the crowd favorite, but Edwards came away with you know he took four rounds. Uh, UFC, right? The UFC two sixty three was last night. Was it last night? And I thought Diaz fought Adesanya. Adesanya. No, he fought Edwards. Who did Adesanya fight? Uh, who did Adesanya fight? Who did Adesanya fight? Um, I could tell you here in just a right. second. Well, you're looking that up. Oh, Vitero. Okay, so I I must have got the two because I think Diaz lost, right? But he should have won the fight. But well, no, he shouldn't have won the fight because in the fifth round, Diaz finally woke up and he rocked Edwards a couple times, got his legs all wobbly, but literally ran out of time. Right, that's what I was going to say because that's what I heard. If he would have had yeah, thirty more yeah. seconds, maybe he could have. Yeah, right. if that's what you're yeah. talking about, then yes. And I got the two fights mixed up. I I heard that, so okay, but yeah, that was last night. And um, I I didn't see the pay per view, but I watched the prelims. I'd be interested to see what this that one cat who uh, uh, it was the fourth fastest in UFC history, and I think it was the fastest flyweight or welterweight, whatever class he was in right. knockout. It was they touch gloves, boom boom, and this guy was down. <laughs> and then he he climbed the cage and jumped off the cage and blew his knee. Oh no. <laughs> But he told Joe Rogan he was all right, but it, you know, and he was putting pressure on it. But he kept yeah. flexing it. He said, "I just got to stretch. I just got to stretch." But yeah, he, yeah, he, he climbed up the just cage, destroyed and, his yeah. meniscus in that. And, uh, but yeah, it was a, I mean, it was literally two punches. The second one was the, was the finisher. But um, but yeah, that was it was. And the, the one guy who was fighting was supposedly a good fighter, but it just goes to show you, like you know. Like Mike Tyson always used to say, he's like, yeah, everybody's got a game plan until you get hit in the mouth. <laughs> I mean, so. Um, and then, uh, you know, baseball. My Red Sox are kind of like topsy-turvy, and boy, it's a good thing to get Toronto out of town. Toronto bludgeoned the Red Sox the last two days. Right. 
I mean, unbelievable. 18 to 4 today, they hit eight bombs. So I watched uh, my first full game of baseball on TV in decades. Uh, I watched the White Sox and uh, Detroit Tigers? on, yeah, and the Tigers on uh, Friday night. And uh, my mom was bragging about how the Tigers were on a roll and had been, been beating the White Sox. And, you know, so the White Sox took care of business uh, Friday night. And then yesterday, you know, I, I turned it on real quick and it's 15 to 2. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> the guy like what? What the? Heck? I mean, but uh, and then the interview that I saw during the game on Friday, Alan Avila was talking about how you know the trade deadline is is going to be quickly approaching here, and you know they might be experimenting a little bit with some of their players, and um, so uh, you know you know who knows what's going on. You know, I don't know enough about baseball, but that could be what's going on. I think there was another game that was eighteen to. What the hell was that game? Just today, wasn't it eighteen that, that, to something? That was the Red Sox. They got beat okay. by Toronto eighteen to yeah. four. So maybe some experimenting is going on before the deadline to see like some of these players if they can step up. Are they going to try to trade them or? You know, oh yeah, who the, knows? the Tigers. I think would trade anybody just to. In that game, the guy, the one of the White Sox had five RBI, and that was a White Sox record for RBIs in a debut. And then also in that game, it was the first time since I want to say 1918, uh, 19-something in the teens, yeah. that the Tigers used two position players to pitch. And the last time, one of the two position players was Ty Cobb. <laughs> So that shows you how, uh, what's his name, just threw in the towel in that game. <laughs> it said, it's like, go in there and pitch. Hey, like, <laughs> um, you can throw from third to first. So, Let's see if you can pitch. So a lot of the rage, and it goes unnoticed because he doesn't get a lot of wins. And I want to, this is my take on it. I know it's going to bore some of our listeners because he's not into sports, but all right, I'm going to, okay. Whenever somebody says, I don't want to offend anybody. Somebody's about to, yeah. Somebody's about to get offended, um, or you know, like when you say not to be racist, a, a racist statement is coming out. So I want to I want to make it clear. Jacob Degrom is fantastic. Um, I want to say, if I'm not mistaken, the stat for this year is after Friday's game in which the Mets beat the Padres three to two. And Jacob Degrom went six scoreless innings and lowered his season's ERA to .56. He the stats for the year are now I want to in 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 that game he had a two run single so he knocked in two of the three Mets runs so now year to date if I'm not mistaken fact check me on this at Fishman Eight. Jacob DeGrom has five RBIs as a pitcher, Mm -hmm. minimal at-bats. Right. Five RBI, and he's given up four earned runs. That's how phenomenal this guy's season is. So so you're hearing a lot of people talk, oh, you know, this this is the greatest of all time, the greatest of all. And, again, I'm not going to take anything away from DeGrom because it's not his fault. He can't go to the mound and yell to the umpire, hey, Go to the cryogenics lab, get Ted Williams out of the lineup, and I want to face Ted Williams in his prime. Get Ken Griffey Jr. out here in his prime, and I want to face him. 
And so, I mean, he's got to get the guys out that he's facing. Right. Fair enough. And he's doing a wonderful job at that. I just told you his ERA is .59. That, I mean, that's almost seven-tenths of a point lower than Bob Gibson's 1.12. And after that season, they lowered the fucking mound. That's how impressed with Bob Gibson's season one that year. <laughs> now, so again, you know, I can pump pump the tires of Jacob DeGrom all day long. Fantastic. MVP, Cy Young, best pitcher in the game today. The only thing that I throw out there is an asterisk because I'm biased towards, you know, me, you know, in the yesteryear because, like, when you're comparing them to, like, a couple of Clemens's years, a couple of uh, Pedro Martinez's years, and even Greg Maddox, and I love those two guys. Greg Maddox, I hate it. But to show you how good Greg Maddox was, whatever, whatever, here's what I, all I want to say about what Jacob DeGrom's doing. And again, kudos to Jacob DeGrom, deserving of the Cy Young, you're great, whatever. But here's what the only asterisk I'm going to point out that nobody points out. Friday night against the San Diego Padres. Top to bottom, the starting order, and I won't give the pitchers batting average because that's irrelevant. 218, 276, 276, 237, 241, 261, and that was a pinch hitter, 218, 211, 220. And you might say, well, Mike, he fuck, he, you know, he, he feasted on a bad team. That was the San Diego Padres who, going into the game, right. were 37 and 27, lost that game. So that after that game, they were 37 and 28, and they were the fifth best team in the National League. With those batting averages, right? Hitting is not the same. the the game of the game of baseball. All it is now is, you know, who can jack launch, the, yeah. launch angle, bat speed. The the you know oh maybe, you know I hit one a country right. mile, and then I struck out three times. Right. So the game of baseball is different. And again, I, you know, everybody wants to be Babe yeah, Ruth. Everybody wants to be Babe Ruth. Chicks dig the long ball. I get it. But, you know, so before we start, I mean, the batting averages I just gave you, you would think the record of that team would have been like 10 and 42. And, you know, the best player in the game who I've raved about, or I shouldn't say the best player in the game, one of the more exciting players in the game, who everybody raves about, good young talent, and he is. Fernando Tatis Jr., who's got 19 homers, He's 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 the highest batting average on that team with uh, Cronenworth at two seventy six two seventy six back in the day. That's a that's a platoon player, right? Yeah, and that's the best average that San Diego's bringing. And San Diego's one of the better teams in the National League. So I say pump the brakes a little bit on Degrom. He's the best right now. Right. No argument. Yep. And he's getting the guy. I mean, again, it's not his fault. He's got to get out who he faces. That's the way life is. Mm-hmm. But before we start throwing him into the mix of greatest of all time, let's look at the game we're playing in right now. Everybody just swinging for the fences. You know, want to you want to hit moonshots because the guy who hits 240 with 52 homers and 138 RBIs makes a lot more money than the guy who hits 312, right? Six homers and 17 RBIs, and nobody gives a shit about the strikeouts. So. Anyway, great job. I I don't know if anybody agrees or disagrees with me. I just wanted to get that off my chest because as fantastic as he is, it's like, well, wait a second. I mean, fuck, he's getting guys out there. That he, they can't even hit. 
So, anyway. I hear you. Whoo! Holy shit, give me the Tylenol. <laughs> or where's the Tylenol? Where's the Tylenol? Yeah, where's yeah, the Tylenol? Yeah, that's the line. Uh, what else you got, Dave, before we, we rate Spring Bach? Uh, you'd be proud of me, Mike. I made my first uh, FanDuel bet without any oh, help, without nice. any supervision, without any... Yeah, uh, it was a loser. Oh, I was going to say, I was just about to say, hopefully you've had better luck than I have lately because my account is still dwindling. Yeah, no, no, mine mine's, mine, dwindled by $5, but I'm okay with that. So I just don't want to, I don't want to fall into one of those categories where I have to take advantage of the little ad at the oh. end of the FanDuel advertisements, you know, and oh, wait, call the 1-800 get, number. Yeah. yeah. I like how they do that after they get your money. <laughs> I can see it happening though. Oh, I mean, yeah. my God! Oh, I mean, sure. just sitting there and just all the bets you can make and well, yeah. that's um, the casino app is the one that I can't figure out. It's like, and you can't tell me because I'm a horrible blackjack player. I don't know the. I mean, I know you you want to get twenty one. Sure, I, I get that. Sure, I know sure, the sure. very basic rules, but yeah. as far as splitting, doubling down, yeah, yeah, and it's like if the if the dealer has like a four showing, you should stay. Because yeah, you four or a five, assume he's no, going to yeah, get a ten. Yeah, right, right. And then he's and got a hit, it. and then you assume he he's bought. Gonna, he's got a bus card up. Right. Yeah. You know, so I, I know kind of the basics, but I'm by no means any good at it. And every right. once in a while, I get to Wild Hair. I'm on my you know DraftKings or FanDuel casino, and I win like eight dollars. I win four out of five hands. Win eight dollars. I just bet two bucks a hand or whatever. Sure. And then I immediately just cash out because they ain't fucking fooling me. I oh, know. Yeah. I know it's like, hey, oh, let's get... just reel this fucking guy in, and then we'll just clean his account. And I'm like, oh fuck you! Oh, I'll yeah. take my eight bucks. Yep. Boop, away I go because I'll just give it back to him on a, on a sporting <laughs> event that I lose money on. But um, uh, so yeah, that's the way it works. What did you say? What you lost? You said you lost five dollars, but did you say what it was on? No, it was PGA. I thought I don't know why, but the the um, uh, Harris. Um, English, English, yeah, it, yeah. English Harris, is last name. Harris yeah. English. Okay, um, I, you know who knows? I just thought, hey, I'll put five bucks on him to win. Payout would have been sixty bucks. You know, he was eleven hundred. That's what I did with uh, all that one tournament. Uh, that was a long time ago. I can't remember. But anyway, he lost to. I played the ads. The name will come to me probably in segment three. But oh, by the way. We talked about it last week, episode 77. You see that, Neil, whew, mercifully, John Rahm, is clear, he's been cleared. He can, uh, Father's Day weekend, the, uh, what tournament's that? The, uh, not the U.S. Open? Uh, oh, my God, I'm embarrassed. It, yeah. I, you're, you're bringing this to me last minute? Yeah, sure. It's the U.S. Open. Yeah. And and nobody, I still still don't understand why, you know, you because know, he's, he's been quarantined for five days, Asymptomatic and yeah. two negative tests, but yet he had to basically fucking forfeit that tournament last week. <laughs> but so, but he is cleared to play um, yeah. in the U.S. Open next thank week. Thank God. Yeah, exactly. It's like, ooh, thank, thank God, John Ron. I'll be pulling for him because I think he was. I think he got bent over sideways in prison rape with no, uh, no lube. Yeah, no, no doubt. All right. Um, it's time to rate the old Springbok. My turn. Yes, sir. Got one last pull on this one. That's what she said. Okay. Uh, yeah, I mean, I threw out the word delightful maybe a little prematurely. It's good. Um, 
if you're looking for something light and refreshing, it could fall into the lawn lawn mowing beer category potentially. <clears throat> Has possibly, depending on your palate, a little more flavor than the Wicked Easy, the uh, light and uh, the light. I was gonna say lazy, the <laughs> light and hazy lager. Um, hmm, where do I go with this? Do I like it better than the than the Wicked Easy? You know what? I'm gonna have to go. I'm gonna have to go two point. I'm gonna just go eight zero. Huh? Just a tick. It it, it has that Bach flavor, so just a tick more than the than the Wicked Easy. It, it, that's so again. Hey, listeners. I guess it's all on the palate because actually you said it had, it might have a little bit more flavor than the wicked easy. And although I rated this beer higher than you did, I, your rating, you like it better than the wicked easy. I gave it, but again, you know, two, seven, five, two, eight, zero, essentially the same. And I'm the same way. But the, the reason I went under the wicked easy my Wicked Easy was 295. I rated Springbok at 288. And the reason that I went under the Wicked Easy was because I thought there was a little more flavor in the Wicked Easy. But, like, oh. you know, so I think so far, I mean, this is almost in comparison, like how we started off, so we could keep Brian Adams as a listener. I think these two tastings are like almost like Bud Light beers. I mean, they're nothing offensive. Right. You can sit and drink them. Somebody says, hey, you want a cold beer? Hey, sure, what do you got? Uh, Bud Light, Wicked Easy, Spring Back. Yeah, whatever. And you're, you'll yeah, sit back, you'll surprise drink. Surprise me. Yeah, you'll sit back, you'll drink it, and you'll have a couple of them and say, all right, hey, Fred, I'll see you later. Thanks for the beer. And Go on your merry way. Go on your merry way. Nothing jumps off the page at you. Nothing's like, holy fuck, that was a good beer. Oh, God. I, fuck, Fred gave me some shitty beer. That was horrible. But... Falls right in yeah, between they're, those. Yeah, they're yeah. all the, you know, so. Um, but it's weird that, I mean, so we we rate us along <laughs> the same lines, but yet, like, for different reasons. So I thought that was kind of funny. Um, our fine friends at, let's see, man. What, it must be a whole different crowd that are rating these beers than what we're accustomed to because we have not had an IPA yet tonight. Right. Um. I think I think we've got them. If what I think you're going to say because of your reaction, you know, because we have that IPA mindset, right. or we've got those, you know, helmet breakers and fog yeah. cutters, and you know, those kind of things. It's it's just not, you know, it's that's not our palate right. for what we've done before. And yes, and but eight thousand eight hundred twenty-two check-ins. Our fine folks at On Tap bring in the have the Springbok from Genesee Brewing Company. At three point four two, so it's like, man, these these are not three and a half beers. I mean, I mean, I guess if you, yeah, I, if this uh, is yeah. what you're drinking, though, right? And you're not going into the IPAs. You're yeah, not going exactly. into the. Do you know what I mean? You're not going into, like I said, the nitro yep. Vietnamese stouts. So at fifteen, yeah, that's actually that's actually a wonder. That's actually a great point, Dave, because like you said, so if you if you're an IPA drinker. These aren't as flavorful. Just just like if 
you know, sure. If you just like you know, like my sister Jen, right. she likes the Bush Lights, the Miller Lights, the Coors Lights, the Bud Lights, right? And when right. I she tastes one of the beers, like she hated Masagave. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't, she I don't think she said she hated it. She said it was way too sweet, but did like the the punch in the teeth it gave her. Yeah, but. She's like, well, hey, thanks for giving it to me to taste it, but she didn't like it at all. Right. Because she's used to that. In, uh, in 77 episodes, three times 77, 210, 200, uh, two, roughly 230 beers. I'm going to say probably at least 170 are IPAs. So we developed, that, uh, we developed that taste of IPAs. So these, I, these, I guess it stands to reason that these fall short of our expectations, where if everybody just drinks lagers, you know, like I said, I, I mean, I I too like Sam Adams Wicked Easy better than the Bud Light. So I'm, I guess, yeah, excellent point, Dave. Yeah. All right. Last but certainly not least here on episode 78 of Flights Football and anything else. First IPA of the night. Yeah. Yes, sir. That, that crowd goes wild. We have Drop the Fries. <laughs> From Hoof Hearted Brewing Company. I love these guys. I, I do too. And I actually follow them on Instagram. And their Instagram is as weird as their cans are. And this, I'll have to do some investigating on. It's got to be a spoof or a knock on the fast food industry because it's got uh, Ronald McDonald, Burger King. Um, I think those squishy things are like, aren't they in the Fry Land? They McDonald's. were the Fry Guys yeah, or something. The Fry like Guys. That. And then you yeah. got Grimace. Uh, the Where's the Beef Lady, who's the one actually yelling, drop the fl- fries. You have the Hamburglar, and then... Wendy's Girl. Win- yeah, the yeah. Wendy's Girl. And they're all like... But character- she's in a green wig, yeah. not a yeah. red one. And, you know, and buck teeth, and... <laughs> so, yeah, so there's no copyright infringement on any yeah, of these. But no, they're, they're definitely know, yeah, clearly you, yeah, different than... Exactly, yeah. so... Um, must be their way of saying, hey, get off the fast food and drink our beer. And actually almost the alcohol percentage of the first two combined which would be nine uh 9.9 this one comes in at nine even so almost the first two combined drink responsibly yes drink very responsibly and the infamous which is a lot of the uh ipas the infamous na or non-applicable as the kids like to say so, without further ado, we're already at the third tasting of episode 78. Where does the time go, David? We must be having fun. Yep. Well, there's the there's the IPA haze that we've missed in the first two beers. The second time tonight out of the not-a-big-deal glass from oh, Barstool Got Sports. a little excited on that one. Too yep. much head. Yep. You did, I didn't. No, mine's, per, mine's, af, mine's actually commercial perfection, I believe. It is, yeah. It's a good quarter inch. I'm going to have to wait a minute. Dang it. Some Def, good, yeah, definitely great, 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 definitely great notes. Yep. Oh. Nice. Hmm. Well, obviously... After the first drink, I think the listeners know I'm going to be above 2.95 on this rating because this this is easily the best beer of the night. I mean, unless all of a sudden it turns to skunk piss, like at the last quarter, but yeah. It says on the can with, okay, so double India pale ale with french fries, 
cacao nibs. Did I pronounce that right? I never know if I'm pronouncing that right. Someone's got to fact check us on that. Actually, yeah. You don't even have to fact check it. Go back to uh, episode 76 with Blake from Austin Brothers because his beer, right? Uh, Cuckoo for cacao or whatever and he actually pr- he actually pr- pronounced it so yeah so if, if we're pronouncing it wrong just re-listen to episode 76 <laughs> cacao nibs vanilla and milk sugar added that's so. it when, on the finish you get the sugar because the the initial notes the grapefruit and then the finish is oh, okay this is sweet so you get the sour grapefruit mm-hmm. and then the sweet sugar vanilla finish so, um, enjoying it so far. Yeah. I'm, I'm, yeah, the French, do they actually put French fries in here, do you think? No, I, no, I can't believe that. I think that, you know, again, right above where it gave that description, it's got the old Wendy's Frosty. Yeah. And, and everybody sticks their fries into the Wendy's Frosty. <laughs> so. Or what seemingly is supposed to be the yeah, windy, exactly. the yeah, frosting. Yeah, because it doesn't come right on. It, actually, it says who farted brewing right on it. Yeah. Um, so, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm so mesmerized by the first IPA, I lost my thought of where, where this pod was going. But oh, no. w- you, you, without further ado, my favorite, your favorite, everybody's favorite... The fuck you segment. I, I've actually got two legitimate. The first is good, good natured. Uh, and then if you have any, you give yours. And then my second one is serious, but it's actually I think a topic we've touched upon, maybe even during the fuck you segment, or quite possibly even before we created the fuck you segment. So I'll start it off. My first fuck you has to go to you, Dave. Oh. And actually, it should is equally go to my youngest son, Nick, but father telling son to fuck you, kind of yeah, inappropriate right. even for this podcast, so it's better to give the, your podcast partner the old fuck you. And when, got, when, when quite simply, it's actually really my fault, but that's no fucking fun. You got to blame somebody else. I've got broad shoulders. I can <laughs> All right, so it. yeah, so the fuck you, you know, is I feel like such a slug Tuesday night, you had the track banquet, the track coach. Oh, thank you very much for spending time with our kids. And when the parents don't show up for a banquet, it's almost a slap in the face to the coach and the the kids. Hey, fuck you. I ain't going to no banquet. You ain't. This is a fucking joke. eh? That wasn't the case. You know, the, the track season ended that weekend at States where Swan Valley had two girls, your daughter being one of them, in the discus. And then they had the shot. Thrower who finished yep. ninth in the state, um, Hannah Murphy, fresh, uh, not freshman, uh, junior. Yep. She'll be a senior, yep. so she's got one more year to climb up the ninth place. Um, and then we had baccalaureate on Sunday. Baccalaureate or baccalaureate? Baccalaureate. Baccalaureate on Sunday. Graduation. So school's Monday. out. Yeah, yeah. Monday school's out. And it, was it Tuesday or Wednesday? Whatever. Whatever. Yeah, I think it was, it was Wednesday. Wednesday. Night. Okay, yeah. yeah. So Wednesday, I'm like, okay, school's done. My kids graduated. School's out. And you did send the email out, but I'm thinking to myself, and like at five after six, no, at like ten to six, I waved to Shelly, walking Ruby, sweating yeah. my ass off, 
And then I get home, cool off for a second before I get in the shower, and I get a text from Nick at like 5 after 6. Oh, my bad. I guess parents are at the track banquet. I said, what track banquet? You know, blah, blah, blah. And then Liz did say you did send an email out the week previous, or but I don't ever check that email account. Yeah. And anyway, so thank you very much for all your hard work. And fuck you for not reminding me that there was a track <laughs> banquet because I would have went without Ruby's walk and we would have right. went to the track banquet. Right. Anyway, so that's my good-natured fuck you of the week. Is, right. And shared a little bit by my son, but that's inappropriate, so you're going to take the brunt of it. So <laughs> fuck you for not reminding me. All right. Well, I accept that, and I should have reminded you. Like, where the fuck are you at, Mike? Right, exactly. <laughs> So, um, you know what? I, I'm just trying to think of anything that I had that tripped me up or, or sent me down the river or um, I could at least... Okay, today. Today. I was pulling into our local, um, you know, uh, everything store here in town. Starts with an M, ends with an R. Uh, and I'm dropping off my mom and my wife um, to go into the store. You know, she's a little slow getting out of the car. You know, she's like 78 years old. She's, you know, doing her thing. The car behind me is is very patient. They're waiting for me to drop them off at the door. And I, some schmuck behind that car decides, well, I'm not fucking waiting for these people. And, you know, comes out around. Well, at that point where he decided to come out around the both of us, you know, the door had shut, put it into drive. And I'm like, you know what? No, no. You know, everybody else was patient. You're going to be patient, too. So I turned left to go down that aisle. Yep. Well, then I see him, like, peeling around behind me. And uh, because of my mom's condition, she's got a handicap sticker. And I'm like, you know what? It'll be nice and convenient. They'll be able to come out the door and just, you know, just walk across that part and get in the car. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to back into the uh, handicap spot. That guy, when I stopped... And started backing around, okay? His The front of his car was probably about 36 inches from my car. And I could not, I couldn't continue backing in because the front of my car would have, would have came in, would have crashed into, well, I wouldn't have crashed. I'm not going that fast. Right. But, you know, would have hit, hit, yeah. hit his car. So we stared at each other for a minute and he's looking through his mirrored glasses. And finally I'm like, you know what, motherfucker? I'm like, and I mouth the word back up. And we stared at each right. other for another second, and I, I saw him kind of, his head kind of shook from side to side a little bit. He's like, ah, shit. You know, and he backed his car up, and I, like, backed mine into the spot, and he went through. Um, so as he's going through, I'm, you know, as I do in a lot of these cases, I just check out his license plate, and I get the number, and I, just in case, just in case, yeah. just in case. And I see veteran. I'm like, huh, eh, all right. So if he happens to walk up and says anything to me or looks at me, I'm going to say, you know what? Thank you for your service. I appreciate, you know, what you've done for our country, and I I thank you. But fucking wait and be patient. And whatever you're in a hurry for to get into this, you know, store for, you know, then park your car up there back where we were and get out and, you know, and and put on your hazards or something (laughs) like that. Don't sit there and, like, race around the parking lot at 50 miles an hour like, you know, I don't know. Like, I don't know. Maybe he had to piss himself. I don't know. Maybe he had to use the bathroom. If that's the case, I apologize. 
Um, you know, you had to get into get into the store real quick to use the bathroom. I don't know. I know he probably. I yeah, I, I know he probably didn't. Did. He could have went to Meyer Gas because that's a lot much shorter walk. Well, and the other went. thing is the entrance. The entrance to Meyer down at the other end yeah. is where the bathroom right, is, right, right? Right. So yeah, no. So fuck you. Yes, fuck you, impatient driver. <laughs> um, but my here, here's my second one, and I it's okay. Today's Sunday. We walked this morning to one guy's Friday. Wednesday or Thursday, Ruby and I, hey, with the with the uh, rehab on the worst knee the doc's ever seen. And hey, Chuck, you, maybe you're right. Maybe it was only the second X-ray he's ever looked at, but it's still one of the worst <laughs> he's ever seen. I think he's probably seen a few more X-rays. <laughs> so, um, you know, Ruby and I are back to our. We typically stick to the short route just to keep it safe. So we turn right at the fire station. I, I never can remember that road, even though I walk it every day and go by it every day. Shields Drive. Is that the one that the library and the mm -hmm. fire station? Yep. Are? Okay. As we turn right down Shields Drive, we go to the rail trail, turn right on the rail trail, and we're walking down. And, you know, this isn't a repeat of the story, because I know I've talked about this before as... You know, my good buddy at the fish man would say, there was an incident. <laughs> I'm walking down. You know, I got my earbuds in, got Ruby on, and I'm pretty sure Ruby's leash is a six-foot leash. If it's not six, it's four. And we're walking, Ruby's just happy-go-lucky. She just loves it. And then I look to the right. I hear a bark, and here comes this dog. I mean, it's half the size of Ruby. And I'm like, all right, come on. Be on one of those electric fence things because there's there's nobody with the dog. Well, you know what I'm thinking right now is Ruby just he, Ruby kills all the rabbits in yep. your backyard. Yep. Dead and that's every a, once and in a while. So I'm thinking this dog's dead. Well, that's and had I been and that's and that's going to lead into the fuck you that where my obligations lie because I'm like looking I'm like okay and I see a per, a woman come out of her sliding glass door and it's like you know no urgency whatsoever so i'm like okay this dog's not stopping this dog's not stopping he's just barking like it's a badass i'm like oh fuck so i'm like i kind of i i wind ruby's leash up you know so she doesn't have the four to six feet and i kind of put my knee in front of her and this dog comes up comes up behind us and then like ruby turns and at that point, I'm thinking, well, like, you know what? I'm not going to let my dog just get fucking bit up on. Right. So I kind of, like, get out of the way. And Ruby gets <laughs> midsection on this dog. I mean, it's midsection. And if I don't get my arm under Ruby's mouth and in her neck area... This dog's not able to barrel roll out. I mean, this dog does a barrel roll, and you can hear, and fucking just scooted back home. And it's like, I'm like looking at Ruby, and at that point, Ruby gets out of her collar. I mean, right. she somehow oh. got out of it. Oh. And I'm like, Ruby! And then she just stopped. Oh, good Ruby. And I got the, I got, yeah. I got the collar back on. Right. And, the, and like I said, you could hear the dog yell. And I'm thinking, and I look at Ruby, and there's just a big clump of black hair in her mouth. <laughs> and um, I thought of, uh, like, Brian Adams tells me, his, he's got a big dog, and he says the dog loves adults, 
loves children, loves cats. Any dog is in the area, it wants Toast. to kill it. Yeah. It just does not like other dogs, but it's a perfect dog otherwise. So I started, as Ruby and I walk away, and I'm telling her, good girl, good girl, because, you know. Yeah. Um, I'm thinking, like, well, like, what if Brian would have been walking that dog there? Or, like, like where do my obligations lie? It's like, yeah. you know, do I just, you know, because I think I'm quite certain. Now, maybe, you know, like, Brian Adams' dog might be able to kill Ruby, but I'm quite certain Ruby would have killed this dog. Right. Because, like I said, I mean, it was a bite to the midsection and right. I don't think she drew blood because there was no blood. I mean, she had a mouthful of hair, but it, I think it was only my arm underneath right. her, neck. It, her yeah. neck that got. And then, like I say, that dog barrel rolled and hightailed it out of there. <laughs> and anyway, so my fuck you is to the latest. Like, hey, you know, like uh, Judge Marilyn Millian always says, the dogs aren't, you don't put penalize punish the dogs i mean dogs are dogs they're animals they do what they do it's the owners that are held responsible yeah i mean and she didn't even so not only is she hot she's smart exactly thank you <laughs> you know and but it's like this lady didn't even say oh, didn't even give you because at this point my earbuds had fallen out so yeah. i could hear everything right and at that point if, if even though my dog got his ass whipped i inconvenienced somebody else on the rail trail i'm yelling out, oh i'm so sorry Something. Right. right. Nothing. Right. Nothing. You, you know, brings your little pussy ass dog back into the house. Right. And, you know, so so at that point, I, I'm almost feeling like I should take the fucking leash off and just let Ruby run after her. Because it, it, she would have easily killed this dog. Well, at that point, if your dog runs after that dog onto their property... You're fucked. You think so? Even oh, though, for sure. Even though that it was, so there's uh-huh. no instigator in dog rules. Eh, no, no, not at that point. When that dog runs back onto their property and then your dog right. follows well, it, you're screwed. All right. Well, I think. No, and again, I, I wouldn't be, like, if if all of a sudden there was, pavement in my backyard, mm-hmm. and total strangers walked by it, nonstop, I would be upset too. But hey, take that up with the township. I didn't put, no, fucking put not, the rail I mean, trail there. When you live in one of those houses and you have a major easement where the you know you don't where you have power lines, there's power right. lines oh, running yeah. through there. Yeah. I mean, you, you know that's not your property, right. and at some point, you know. Yeah. So, but uh, yeah. So it was a big fuck you to her. It's like, come on. I mean, like, you know, every like again, you know, to quote this the great sexy Marilyn Millian. I mean, everybody <laughs> thinks they have control of their dog till they don't. Right. You know, I think she may have called. Did she her, get together with Mike Tyson on that? Because that's very, that's very similar to yeah, his. To, yeah, everybody's got a plan have, until yeah. somebody gets punched in the mouth. I think they might have. Yeah, I'll have to look into that because she does have Douglas. I and think they collaborated that, for many weeks. I've been meaning to give my sister Jen credit for this, and I, I don't like it as much, especially in the COVID with everybody's doing it virtually. It's not just, it's not as good, but I still watch it because I love Marilyn Millian and her husband John. When they said uh, after when they started the after the verdict segment in um, during COVID, I'm like this guy's a douchebag. <laughs> but the the more say actually her John Slut, jealous that was probably the initial reason. But actually, well excuse me. Actually, the more I watch it, I think his last name is Schlesinger. Okay, it is John Judge John Schlesinger, 
And the more I, the more I watch, he's actually fucking cool. He's actually, he actually gives some witty repartee, repartee, never mind. Fuck, I wanted to, God, that was a killer. Repartee, no, something like okay, that. Yeah, yeah, I lost his life. Yeah, no I, I blew it. I, I had my one chance and blew it. But actually, he's actually really clever and he's actually seems pretty cool. So, you know, in which, ironic, I bring that up because that is actually a random question topic so anyway we'll get to that in a little bit but um i don't even know where that was going but so yeah so she's like you know it's like i don't know i don't know what i could have done because obviously i can't just sit there and let my dog get mauled to death right and it's like but it was so the big fuck you to her not even at, at least yelling not even acknowledging yeah, yeah told her, oh i'm yeah. sorry and she might have been thinking, well, it was your dog that bit my dog. It's like, well, yeah, but your dog fucking ran at my dog, and dogs are dogs, and my dog's like, look at And that was... Uh, this and I'm is not on your property. Right. And that lead, is, this doesn't lead anywhere, but I wonder if... Because the way she reacts, I wonder if that's what she did before they dropped her off at the shelter when she got pregnant. Because she seems to be able to handle herself pretty good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And like I say, like, I mean, she knew what she was doing when this dog was coming at her, and I was in her way. Like, if I'm not there, <laughs> right. it's just going down. <laughs> right. And then, but like I say, then she got pregnant, and like, I think the person that, because she's a lab, listeners can't see this, I'm doing the air quotes, lab mix, which everybody knows there, it means there's some pit in there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and right. so I wonder if she was bred to fight. If you and then she got pregnant, and they're like, "Well, fuck, you can't fight." Well, when that's you're pregnant. funny because if you if you asked me the first time I saw Ruby, if you would have said, "You know, what kind of dog is in here?" I would have said some kind of terrier or something like that. I would have never said any lab. I would have never said any pit. Oh, you don't see that? Her I, snout is way too thin for a pit. Right, but her eyes are the pit. Uh, okay, that part. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Do charms have a dog, which is a something mixed with pit but and her jaw is definitely Square. yeah it definitely pit yeah ruby's is that's where the lab is okay and then it's the eyes with ruby all right and i'm not saying for sure but it's just like she seems to know, be able to oh. handle herself and like you said she's killed three rabbits i don't know how she fucking catches them i don't either <laughs> unless I rabbits either. can't see white and she's like stealth <laughs> sneaking know. up on her like, and she just like hey, one day, i want to be your buddy come here <laughs> One you know, one day uh, my sister was over here and like Ruby like has a rabbit in her mouth and just comes prancing up to the door and like look, is looking at my sister like hey look what I brought you I did good right and she's like Ruby and then she just like dropped yeah. it and walked away. Um, so yeah. So anyway, those are. Do you have any other fuck yous or no? Nope. All that's right. it. But yeah. So hey, you know, I think we'd much we'd be much better, much better off. If they just let horses on the rail trail, I think there'd be a lot less commotion between the bicyclists and the dogs running through yards and shit. I mean, let's let the horses, at least I know where I stand with a horse. Um, I know our listeners, especially Grandpa Black, really love uh, our reviews of things we watch, but the graduation season, the summer, the playoffs, baseball kick, you know, getting near full, you know, the, the dog days of summer. And I still have not got into season five of billions because like I said, I mean, I, I don't want to get 
ended like the sixth episode, and then you just got to stop because it's it shut down due to COVID. Sure. They have resumed it, yada, yada, yada. Plus, like three episodes ago, I told the listeners, like, they're fucking over my man Bobby Axelrod, and I don't like it. I just can't bear to watch it. Right. And um, I am watching Panic on Amazon Prime. Decent watch. It, it's a little too cattywampus all over the place, so I won't recommend it, but it's a decent watch. Um, because the def, you know, the not the definition of it, the uh, not previews. What is the uh, the premise? Yeah, thank you. The premise of it is for money. Kids have to do shit, and they even like they start every program. The stunts in this are fictitious and done by professionals. Do not try this. Yada yada yada. And it's just a bunch of different things, and I think that. And that is part of it, in which would have been great. And I would have liked it. Yeah. But then there's that's actually almost like a side note to the show, and there's a lot of like, you know, blah blah right. blah blah blah. And it's not. But that's what we're watching right now. And um, Liz finally finished rewatching Sons of Anarchy, and I did watch the last twenty minutes of the last episode of the series. And I will say something about that in a second, but it, I'm sure you haven't probably had. If I don't have so, time, uh, well, and oh, with all the sports too, like the the playoffs sure. and that, I yeah, you yeah. Know. obviously no. I, I will tell you this, and you can pat yourself on the back. So when I would come in at midnight or twelve thirty or whatever, when I'm done working, and uh, Shelly would have still have the phone, which is what she watches her shows to, or she listens to it as she's falling asleep. Um, you have influenced her or motivated her to start watching Billions. Oh, nice! And so I've seen a, I've seen a couple parts. I recognized what she was watching, and so I'm like, oh, this is Mike's show, so yeah. I'll watch a little bit of it. And so uh, I didn't, I did not know that. Um, um, oh, um, not Axel Rod, but the guy that's trying to get him, Paul Gi- Bart Giamatti. Yeah, Giamatti. Not Bart Giamatti. Uh, Paul Giamatti. Bart Giamatti was a commissioner of baseball. Yeah. Paul Giamatti. Yeah. So his character. Um, I saw the one episode, uh, and I, I know this is in the beginning. I didn't know his, uh, wife was a dominatrix. Yes. That's what, yeah. That's how I said any series that starts out with <laughs> a dominatrix in, uh, golden showers, it's gotta be worth it. That's how so, the exact, the series starts with that. So, yeah. So, uh, anyway, um, that, and uh, like I said, I just, what I would do is I'd watch about five, 10 minutes of it, turn her phone off, make sure it's charged and go to bed. But um, so that and I told you earlier in this episode that I watched the first full length baseball game, MLB game, full length um, from start to finish, uh, including the overtime, which it was interesting because I know how you feel about putting somebody on second. So it was the on Friday the White Sox and the Tigers well, extra innings extra innings. Yeah. What did I say? Overtime. overtime. Oh shit, that's yeah. baseball or basketball. Sorry, yeah, or football. Or um, hockey, or anything but yeah, baseball. Or anything <laughs> but baseball. So extra innings. Um, so I, you know, I don't, I don't know how I, I'm still on the fence about it. But, um, but that's the only thing I've been watching. All right. Yeah. Has Shelly given any reports on billions? Does she like it? I honestly it? think she probably falls asleep within the first five minutes. Uh, so I don't know if she could honestly give a good review. Right. Fair enough. But hey, at least, hey, at least my uh, trumping and touting it. Has led to one person watching it. There so you go. Maybe I'll get uh, royalties. Maybe, possibly. 
Or a sponsorship. Yeah, let's not, do that way. Not likely. Um. All right. Oh, now, getting back to Liz Watch, rewatching Sons of Anarchy. Absolutely love the series, as I told the listeners many times over. Agreed. One of my favorites. I'm not, other than The Office and Seinfeld, mm-hmm. I'm not a rewatcher. Because I, I think what it is, I don't want to be disappointed. And, like, and it goes back to the one time years ago when, like, uh, Justin's 25 now. Let's say he was 13, which would have made Nick 6. 13 and 6, 15 and 8, somewhere in there. I was at Best Buy or not Circuit City, but what was the other? Uh, Media Play. Okay. I think it was Media Play. So that wow. shows how long ago that was. Yeah. And I saw on DVD, I saw Speed Racer. I'm like, oh, you guys got this Speed Racer is great. This is the best fucking <laughs> scene. You know, we, when the was kids it are, the animated version? Yes. Okay. And the kids are like, you know, they're kind of excited to see it because I was so excited to see it. And, you know, I popped it in there and like 8, 10, 12, 14 minutes into it, and I'm like, hmm, what do I like this for? I'm thinking about it. And like, then both boys are like, uh, do we have to watch this? And like, nah. You're good. You can go ahead. I'm like, I'm thinking about it. Why the fuck did I like that? Because at so, the time, that's what, it, you know, that was it, that was exciting. It was new. You know, the animated thing. And, and like I said, so I, but I think that's the fear that I don't like. Right. I couldn't. Well, and the other thing, Liz was watching on Hulu, but not Hulu Premium. So the Sons of Anarchy would have like the 90 seconds commercials two or three times. Sure. And I, you know, I don't do commercials. But it's still like, I'm like, all right, well, I know what happens. And, you know, okay, I don't really remember this part. But ultimately, I know what happens. You know, Jack Teller takes his arms off this, the bike and goes into a, a truck. And I'm like, I just, I'm not a rewatcher. Like I said, other than The Office in Seinfeld, I can, I mean, I can rewatch like The Soup Nazi over, over and over. Well, obviously not on, endlessly, because then it would get tiresome. But right. every time I watch The Soup Nazi, yeah. I laugh. I mean, it's funny. <laughs> or this episode or that, right. or like this episode of the office. Other than that, I'm not a rewatcher. Yeah. Uh, you know, a- asterisk, Christmas time with the Christmas movie. There's like three Christmas movies. Sure. Well, but that's once a year, every year. So that's a little different than like just rewatching. Like, yeah, yeah, I've been, absolutely. I, I've been tempted to rewatch The Sopranos, but it's like, I know how it ends. So <laughs> why rewatch it? I mean, it's right. like, in, um, I mentioned earlier, uh, Spilling the Nachos, uh, Nate and Tom, they were disappointed. I actually think the ending of The Sopranos was a- absolutely brilliant. And spoiler alert, that fucking series ended 20 years ago, so if you haven't seen it yet, fuck you, it's your loss. But they're, you know, they're, they got Don't Stop Believing plan. Right. They're, they, everybody meets up, the whole, the whole Soprano family meets up at the diner. And you hear the bell of the door. Yep. When you open a door, the bell rings and let yep. the, the people working know that somebody's coming in. Fade to black. As to- Tony Soprano looks, fade to black. Brilliant. Because what that implies is, because okay, he kind of ratted people out to save his own right. family and everything. Yep. What that implies is he's spending the rest of his life looking over his shoulder. Is he going to get capped? Is he going to get away with this? Is, is he Mark? Yep. You know. Yep. yep. And they I ended. Saw it. They yeah, ended it. Was. And you don't know. And that's the way he's going to. So I, Tommy and Nate, didn't like the ending of it. And 
I because some people want to know. I, the that's the, that that was the brilliance of it, though. It's yeah. like that's sometimes life doesn't work out quite the way you think it should. So right. now Tony Soprano's like, "Fuck!" I cooperated with, if, Defense, yeah, yeah, and so now, okay, somebody's walking in. Are they going to kill me? So he 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 turns, fade to black. Did he get killed? We don't know. Right? Was it just an eighty-year-old grandma? We don't know. And that's the brilliance of that show. Agreed. So, um, all right. Um, with all the grad parties that we've been talking about, slipped my mind that to uh, today was my random question. So, I got like I got four of them, and the only reason there's four is because I like a random question that leads to a little back and forth. But slipped my mind; it was my turn. So. I didn't. I, I have some questions, but there's not going to be a lot of back and forth. So it's going to be like a rapid fire. I'm going to ask you the question, and then I'll respond as well. Um, all right. First question out of the gate: How do you judge your person? How do you judge a person? Yep. Uh, close. All right. See, so I I'm at probably even a little more superficial than you. I judge him by looks. Okay. I voted for Obama because I thought like if he's if I'm going. Pick up chicks. I'd rather roll with Obama than um, who do you go against? Mc- McCain, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I'm like, yeah, I ain't getting any ladies from McCain. With Obama, I might, I, I might be able, I might be able to get some ladies. Me? Yeah. So I judge a person by their looks. Is that superficial? Well, absolutely. Yeah. But so you judge them by their clothes, eh? Well, yeah. I mean, as far as like what they, you know, what they, what the effort they put into it. Um, obviously if somebody judged me, they would say idiot because I don't, you know, as far as matching, I, you know, full disclosure, a lot of times I got to have my wife, you know, Hey, does this match? Oh, I always do that. Yeah. There's that. that Maybe that might be a husband wife thing then. I'm not sure, but, uh, all right. So, all right. So you go by clothes. I go by looks. Um, kind of shallow that neither one of us said, oh, just the goodness of the person. Eh, Fuck that. If you don't, because if you look like if. If you're, if you're, uh, oh fuck, I can't think of the character name. So the joke loses his punchline. <laughs> um, Rocky something or other. Um, uh, in Mask. <laughs> Mask? The movie Mask. Yeah. Cher was the mom, Rocky. What's oh, his last name? Oh God, we've talked about this before. But anyway, yeah, because um, quite frankly, you know, you're not, you probably don't befriend Rocky. Right now, is that right? Absolutely not. But no, that's it's just that you know. So anyway, yeah, I, I, I mean, I, I understand. That, yeah, what that's you're my saying, point. I guess. And that'll hopefully it comes to me before I uh, give the old Stuart Scott uh, signature clothes out. Rocky, Rocky, because um, I keep saying Balboa, Balboa, but that's fucking <laughs> Sylvester Sloan in the boxing movie. Um, all right. If someone narrated your life, who would you want it to be? Oh wow, um, Josh Brolin. All right, I'm going Morgan Freeman. Oh, that's really good. Thank you. Heck yeah, yeah. Morgan Freeman. Yeah. Oh my god, uh, I think that's uh, the other one would be uh, who's Darth Vader? Um, um, uh, and he's in uh, build it and they will come. Yeah, feel the dream. Shit. Oh, I'm still taking. As soon as you said Morgan Freeman, I can't get that. I'm still taking Morgan Freeman over this guy, James Earl Jones. Yes, thank you. Yep, I'm still taking Morgan Freeman, but I think James Earl Jones would be a close second. Oh my god. Um. Yeah. 
I mean, Josh Brolin's great, but then everybody would think that uh, that uh, Thanos is, you know, <laughs> is is you know, and and you know, I don't know, negative connotation like Dave's life sucks and he's evil. <laughs> I don't know. Well, the other one that would actually work, I would like if Morgan Freeman and uh, James Earl Jones were were busy. I'll take Sean Connery. Oh, for sure. Um, all right, what's your favorite word to say? Oh God. Um. I don't know. Shit. All right, what's my favorite word? Is it? Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Just, there's just something about that word. It's just fun to say it. It's almost like, you know, it's almost like farting. Like, you know, if you fart, I mean, a fart is funny. I yeah. mean, even even at 53, it's like you, you get a quality fart with a little bit of hang time. It's like, that's funny. Right. But, I mean, I, I would, you, you're, the F words have to be like... No, I like you to say, I like it can't I, be repetitive oh, like no, a machine gun. Well, yeah, I mean if you're if you're gonna say I went to the fucking store and fucking this and fucking that and fucking this and fucking that and fucking this and right. then you'd be like I don't even know anything he said. All he said was fucking. But no, yeah, I, every other word, but, but fuck is a fun word to say. Because <laughs> yeah. it means so many things. It's like fuck! I'm angry. My team just gave up a touchdown. Sure. <laughs> that's fucking funny. Yeah. You know, it, you. it just means so that's my favorite word. And, um, all right, here's one that's, and I, I've seen all ages, both sexes, and all ethnicities. So, there, this is not discriminatory in any way, shape, or form. And I don't think you and I will have the answer to this question, but how in the world can it possibly be comfortable to walk with a pair of pants that, are in the middle of your ass. Oh, I know. Like when, when people are sagging. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. And it's not just a little bit. It's like it's done purposely that they're walking and it's... I don't know. In the middle. It's like that almost it, seems like uncomfortable. But it's not even in the middle. It's like at the base of their, of their butt. Okay, yeah, in the middle, middle or lower. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, I mean... And like, and like I say, and some would say, "Oh, Mike, you you, you don't go there, don't." Well, some it's of not, the elder, like, some of the elderly just it's because they forgot a belt. Well, right, they, I'm not for, even, for that's some. not done by design. Those are falling down. I'm talking about the people that actually are wearing them there. Yeah. And like I say, you know, you know, like some people are like, "Oh, Mike, don't go there. You can't." But I'm. You're saying I've like, seen I've seen both sexes. Yeah. I've seen all ethnicities and all ages do it. And it's like, how can that possibly? Be comfortable. Be comfortable. How can it's you almost walk? like yeah. It's almost like you have to, cause like like do a what, penguin. Yeah. When I when I was down to my um, lowest weight, like one eighty six, there would be like a couple of pair of shorts. Like if I was going to run, get the mail, and I then you know, oh, I, I I hope whatever came in the mail, and I'm like, like well, you know, I can't go out to the mailbox in my underwear, so I just grab a pair of shorts and you know, I start walking out there, and then they're they start slipping. Yeah. And then. Before I pull them up, you try to like kind of walk so they don't fall down, and to keep them up while you're walking is is very awkward. It's like oh shit, my and then and then you got to reach for them and then you pull walk as yeah. you're as you're holding them because they keep falling down. So I just I don't understand how that's possibly. And I hey, I'm all about fashion. And like you just said, you just you judge a person by their clothes. I'm all about fashion, but it's like look at. I, it's not functional. It's, yeah, exactly. So I, I'm, 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 I'm baffled. So well, you and I, you yeah. and I are on the same page on that one. I, yep. I don't understand. So the, it the first three questions we had different answers. The, the fourth and final, it was like, 
we're in agreement because don't know how it's done. All right, uh, drop the fries. And that's why we rate at the end of the beer because yes. the, the first tasting was predominantly grapefruit. Uh-huh. As you work down this pint, I think the vanilla and sugar became the dominant taste. Correct. And though it is still my favorite of the night, I don't like it as much as I did at the start of the beer. I'm going to give Drop the Fries a night high for me of, let's go, three-tenths of a point higher than Sam Adams' Wicked Easy, and I will go 3.25. And again, first couple drinks, I was looking at it in close to a 3.75, but the the sugar vanilla took over um, towards the end, and it lost some rating points in my eyes. Still, so, still the best of the night, though. Right. So in my eyes, the sugar and the vanilla taking over was a positive. Um, still, there's something about it that's you know doesn't quite knock my socks off to put it like into 4.0 or something like that. Um, and actually, you know, saying that it's not even. It's like a lot of them that have tried to do this. I don't know if it was quite as successful as some of the other ones we've done. I'm going to put it, for all the same reasons you said, except for I like the vanilla and sugar taking over, I'm going to put it at 3.50. Holy shit. All right. Fair enough. Um, let's go to our... All right, I, I get this rating based on, you know, the 9% and the IPAs. Uh, a, a night low, 2,102 check-ins. The on-tap crowd came in at a night high... 3.96. Oh. So. Hmm. Yeah, I was, I was, I'm usually, at least on one of the beers, I'm usually a little closer to on tap than I, I mean, I was way off on on tap this, this week. Yeah. So maybe it was all that Bud Light I drank earlier. Could be. Kind of just rotted my taste buds. <laughs> Dulled them. <laughs> Dulled them a little bit. But, uh. Wow, hard to believe. 78 episodes deep. Unfortunately, as I look down at the bottom of my glass, I can see I'm out of beer. And as the late, great Stuart Scott would say, you ain't got to go home, but you got to get the heck up out of here. <laughs>